0: when we first started learning more about hemp, you know, the the benefits that all the things that it could replace it's, it's almost too dangerous. You look at everything from, from plastic to, you know, to how we're fueling our, our vehicles. I mean, you can go down a path where it could almost ultimately at the end be a solution to, to a lot of areas that we're, we're doing to our, our planet today. Um, so then you match that with, you know, trying to find opportunities, So you have this amazing plant that can do all these things, but you have all these opportunities
1: you can use it. You know, it's everything from the fiber um, to the cannabinoids that match your endocannabinoid system. Uh, There's not a lot of plants that do that, that that can, uh, you know, have a fiber and also match something that you have naturally inside your body. Um, And so uh, we we just kind of started getting excited, I think, about that aspect, about that bigger picture of, of hemp and everything it can do.
2: hello saltwater hi how's everyone doing out there welcome to november welcome to my favorite month of the year because yes this is the month we start to see very fun northwest in the hood i like those northwest swells yes it's been super fun and um but we won't talk about that we will talk about ryan and clayton from Nutrium, The Future of Hemp. And these guys are awesome. I really love this conversation. I I got their product in the mail. They sent it to me. And it's a CBD balm and a CBD kind of muscle, um, muscle thing. And I loved both of the products so much. I actually, I broke out with a gnarly um, rash the week that I got the balm and i used it and it really helped healing the healing process so it works it works people it works super stoked on this company please enjoy this podcast and support nutrium the future of hemp saltwater high Welcome, Ryan and Clayton, to the podcast. What's up, bros?
1: How much, man? How's it going?
2: Oh, it's good. First, I want to, first of all, thank uh, you guys for sending me your amazing product. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the podcast, first of all. <laughs> I only, I wouldn't say that if I was on the podcast. I want to show you guys how much of it I've used. I think you, you sent it to me. Uh, a couple oh, I, nice. I actually got it a couple of weeks ago. This stuff, it feels like... It feels like I got a salad on my face. There's, there's so many nutrients in it. I'm just, I, it's crazy. It's crazy. I want to eat it too, by the way. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I was going to talk to you guys first. But, um, and then this one, so it took me a bit to figure it out. But this one is for more like pain relief and muscle relief, which I always have surfing, obviously. Um, so that one's, that one's legit. But I, I will, this one I've been using a lot. I just put it on my face. You yeah. guys see my shining face? Um, yeah.
1: that's so that's wanna, the OG. That's like the original, yeah. that's what we kind of classic. Yeah, we kind of made right that that, that formula talk? actually was originated in our kitchen.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay. I want to hear um, and all about later it. And then later <laughs>
1: turned into our, our masterpiece. But um yeah, that's that's the original one, the skim balm. Uh yeah, so I, I, I use that you, one too.
2: Oh, you do? For those of you don't or that can't see this because we're on video. Um, basically these guys sent me samples of their product that we're going to talk about in their business. And, you know, I get sent samples all the time and I've, yeah, you know, this is like, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy this stuff from you guys going forward for sure. So Thank you. Um, Thank I, you. I really love it. And I'm not just saying that, right. I just, it's, it's rare in today's world that you come across a product that you're like, wow, that like, I mean, I want to hear the whole journey, but you, I could tell from the packaging to the cream, like this has been an amazing journey for you guys. So yeah, just tell me a little bit about, about yourselves first. Uh, you know, like who you are, where you're at, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the kind words. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we love it. And it really has been a, a journey. Um, you know, I, I, Came back from Nicaragua, after living in Nicaragua for seven, eight years, I came back to uh, the States. I'm originally from Flagstaff, Arizona, and I am kind of came back to Phoenix, uh, close to family and and some network of mine and some friends. And uh, when I came back... you know, Clayton and I had some mutual acquaintances, and that's kind of where we we met. and we we had hung out, I think before that, Clayton, but not much. Right. really kind of got to know each other when I got back, um living in nice. Phoenix. And uh, from there, we, you know, just just like any uh, good idea just kind of started over us drinking a beer and and kind of hanging out um and hearing. You know, really, I, I think Nurtrium started more as as a, a brokerage because we were hearing the um, kind of the stuff that happens. You know, is the processors to the farmers, the farmers to the manufacturers, and um, mm. you know all the the hurdles that they were trying to get over. And that's that's kind of where we got started. Um, but yeah, we're we're based here in Phoenix, and um, Clayton, I'll, I'll let you kind of introduce yourself and.
0: Yeah, um, and I can yeah you know, kind of get back to the the processor for sure. But uh, originally from from Canada uh, up north. of... Oh, Canadian! Columbia, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so usually I'm in a, on a mountain bike or whatnot, versus this prim and proper here. As you know, I gotta <laughs> you know dress up for the you know partners and somewhat But um, but yeah, originally from Canada. But my 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 folks were running away from the law or something like that. They moved to Arizona years ago, and I, I still they still haven't told me what you know why such the big move but I, I grew up in the phoenix area and uh have two two young sons uh seven and five lovely wife and it was a mutual friend um talking over a beer with ryan that we started talking you know he was just getting back from nicaragua surfing i'm like oh man i love snowboarding and then, you know for the love that's outdoors you know it was like one thing after other i'm like hey we gotta you know hook up on something or whatever the, the venture and it just happened to be the the, the hemp industry we started hearing a lot and we also had another mutual friend um, doing uh, that knows in, people in the industry and whatnot and kind of made the introduction yeah. into the, the processing world and it was really kind of crazy the opportunity and, and you look at what what hemp's doing for a lot of different products as you know and uh, the, the benefits kind of started there and, and that's kind of kind of Sweet. led into some of the next steps. Yeah.
2: yeah. Nice. So I want to back up just a little bit Ryan. So you went from Nicaragua to phoenix
1: i so, still ask like what i'm like dude i mean <laughs> six years in nick uh seven seven almost oh eight my. yeah my oh. um i also have two kids and my daughter was actually born there um and wow. she's she's a very proud nicaraguan she's she's a little yeah. gringa nicaraguan um yeah you know my kids were getting older uh, my, my wife wanted to be closer to family. Her family's here in Arizona. Um, but it's, it, it was a tough move. Um, you yeah. know, I, it's, it's funny. I, I explained it the other day as, uh, somebody was asking me and I was like, yeah, I went from like monkeys going over the top of my house to like airplanes going over the top of my house every day. Um, <laughs> and landlocked <laughs> at that. Um, yeah. so uh, yeah, it's, it's been tough. I, I know Clayton probably sees, uh, he catches me uh sneaking off uh quite a bit, actually. In fact, just last week I was able to get some of that swell in uh in in LA and in Southern California. Uh nice. got to paddle out a little bit. Um yeah. kind of snuck away from that. Um I was in so I was in LA, so we went up to I believe it was a break called Heavens.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um and then the second day, I went down to uh, down by um, trestles. I'm, I'm forgetting the name. Uh, what's, what's just south of trestles?
2: Uh, Old man's or yeah, um, down by Central Old man's. man's: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was down Sweet.
1: there. So yeah, down um, with
2: the masses, bro.
1: Oh my gosh. I, I had no idea. I was taking direction. I, I don't oh. know it that well. And I was taking direction and yeah, it was, it was crowded and I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah. seven, eight years in Nicaragua, if there's five people in the water, I'm like, man, it's busy today. Wow. <laughs> um, Dude, you've,
2: you, you got some karma points saved up for that. Yes. That's, that's yes. amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, trying awesome. to sneak away. Got to spend some time in Mexico actually this yeah. this past summer doing some surfing down there. Um cool. San Pancho cool. area, so. Uh nice. still, you'll still have get to come up,
2: come up to Ventura this winter and and surf some some waves up here and we'll talk camp and I'd love to rub cream all over our bodies, <laughs> rub the cream all, but not, not, I mean, it, yourself, not each other. Yeah. Yourself. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So how, so you guys had a couple beers, you're talking, let's, let's do a project. How'd you come up with the, the balm or the cream? Like, how did that even come? Like, does one of you use balms or cream? I mean, I see you got a beard Clayton. So maybe you, a little I bit actually more use, than,
0: use it on the, the beard. It's, it's great. You do, um, yeah. You know, Ryan, I don't know if you want. To, uh, we we started hearing some of the benefits of you know how, why are people using it today. So even before we got into the product, and I'll, I'll hand it back to you, Ryan, on your kind of story with the, the family. But I uh, I'm an IT guy, so yeah. my mind went to man, let's like how do we help farmers? How do we how do we integrate make software for a lot of the people in it? It's a new industry, and usually my mind mm. goes to thinking like what solutions and then when we started looking about into the hemp itself and the product we were kind of introduced to it has all the natural capabilities so we started doing history of or the you know understanding what are some of the the ingredients and it started leading to you know some of the ryan's benefits he's going to talk about in a sec but it really started showing that like wow this is an amazing ingredient that we ran into randomly Mm. enough because we were looking at creating software tools about, Hey, what's in this, this ingredient itself and how natural it truly is. Hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, like Clayton said, we, you know, and and a lot of it too was just finding those, those hurdles that we were talking about as far as farmer to processor processor to, uh, manufacturer. Um, we, we actually got a lot of pushback from manufacturers using the ingredient that we had found, um, the ingredient, the hemp ingredient we use is, uh, it's actually a patented uh, um, process. It's not extracted. It's not just CBD. Hmm. Um, they found a way to just really keep the integrity um, and, and just keep it plant-based. Um, so as we were getting that, we, we, we started making some prototypes. Um, my son, Liam, uh, he's 12. He was, as we traveled, you know, back and forth, Phoenix to Nicaragua, uh, he deals with eczema. Um, so I, we just kind of started making, you know, it was, it was the simplicity of it, you know, and, in Nicaragua, I think, you know, you, you find a lot of those simplicities of, you know, using what's around you. Um, so I just got some shea butter and mixed it with, uh, the, the hemp ingredient we now use. Um, and he was using it and within two or three days we saw his eczema disappear. Um, and we've tried everything, you know, from, the aquifers and the Vaseline's, um, anything to get it down. Um, and, and Clayton as well, I think was handing it out, you know, just these little prototypes that we had basically not even for ourselves, but for other people. Um, and we just kept hearing the benefits, um, you know, a lot like you were saying is, is, you know, people were just loving it. Um, and I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's kind of when it dawned on us to, um, start our own product, kind of go from there. Um, and Great. then it, it just kind yeah. of, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you know, back to what Ryan was saying is it's a, it's a powder format. So when we work with manufacturers, everyone's used to the oil or they were set up manufacturing wise to use like the oil that you can find out everywhere. So they, it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily, it was a bad thing, it was more their manufacturing supply chain wasn't s- set up to manufacture with a powder format. Um, because it's, it's a patented no one really knew how to use it and that was one right. of the things we got to like hey we're getting great feedback and let's let's do something not even yeah. proof of concept but we have a great product in our hands why are we getting why are we you know dealing with a pushback when we know we have something here that's really yeah. special and that kind of triggered us to to really launch the the nurturing product
2: yeah the consistency is really quite a bit different I guess it's because of that powder yep. kind of the powdery mix um, yeah yeah it's pretty yeah. sweet yeah it's I have another case study for you so the week you sent me this a product I got shingles and oh, I don't know if you guys know about shingles it's actually a, the it's the same virus as the chicken pox. It's it stays dormant in the system. So if you had chicken pox as a kid, you're going to probably get shingles at some point. And so I got the shingles and it it basically you break out in these gnarly scabs, Mm -hmm. like open wounds. And dude, I was putting this stuff on it and I swear it cleared up in like four days. I mean, I was also taking like an antiviral that the doctor gave me, but the antiviral doesn't treat the wound. It only treats the, um, the shingle virus. Right. And so it was amazing. You know, there you go. There's your treats, the shingles too. So, um, we love to hear it, man. We love to hear stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, so you guys get the idea for it. You decide you're going to do the product. And then I'm always curious, like, because partnerships are, um, they're hard, Right. I've had a couple of businesses with with partners before. And like, how does that conversation go down? You know, (laughs) how do you like, hey, let's partner and I
1: assume it's 50
2: 50 (laughs) or whatever. You know, it's just kind of tell me a little bit about that journey.
1: Yeah. You no. want to take that one, Clayton? <laughs> yeah, I'll kick it off. No, let you was, talk uh, first. Because if we're going to talk yeah. bad about each other, I want to have, <laughs> have I want to have a rebuttal. But if it's good, then I'll yeah. I'll, I'll talk good, right? Okay. No, I think uh, you know it was love at first sight. You know, for me. Yeah. It was, <laughs> no, I mean, we just it, it, when
0: it we we knocked off each uh, like the interest uh, when it talked about all things, activities, uh, life, uh, family, and a lot of those simple like the kind of core when you talk about you know, someone's there, what they're about, their personality and where they're from. That stuff was like a no brainer. So, um, it was someone that we, I definitely wanted to hang out with for sure. But when we started talking business, I I think one thing that worked well for us was we, we kind of let each other live in our own, our, what we're good at, what we excel at. Mm -hmm. You know, Ryan comes from, from a sales and business development and whatnot. And again, I was, I was the IT nerd. But operational stuff. So we, mm. I think we've done a very good job of staying in our lanes, but making sure we overlap. And I, I think we've done a, you know, I, or I believe, Ryan. We'll see what you say. Uh, <laughs> is, is really finding that 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 common ground. You know, where we we find ourselves agreeing when it, the cross the the paths mm. cross a little bit, but we kind of stay in our side and we 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 meet along the way.
2: Yeah, great attitude.
1: Yeah. I, all of those things um i yeah I absolutely agree with um and i I also think you know as as you get older and and you do have families, I think some of those maybe not as as much machismo in there. I think we are just you know mm-hmm. open to we we really believe when we kind of set up this company is that um you know we laugh about it uh, but but hemp is bigger than us um, and we believe that getting it out there to the masses um, is, is the common goal. And so we kind of took that leadership with our company Is it's not just us trying to mm-hmm. make money. Obviously we want to make money, but we saw the benefits. We hear the stories, you know, of shingles, eczema, psoriasis, um, just mm-hmm. so many different things that we've heard. Um, and I think that was, different perspectives all the time. And I think it was just kind of respecting, like Clayton said, is respecting those perspectives and really just being like, no, may, maybe maybe your perspective's not right on this. You know, let's think a different way. Mm. And it, it really, you know, it, it kind of opened my eyes to some things I, I don't think I had thought about before, um, it, you know, from Clayton and, and you know, everybody that that's had a part in our business. So um, mm. yeah, it's been good. And then, yeah, we, we just, we're outdoorsmen. You know, we like to get out, yeah. um, you know, ride our bikes, our boards, um, just always out. So we always had that in common. And I think, uh, that was probably the most important thing is, is just having that, you know, a bigger goal, a bigger site, the big mm. picture, um, as well as common grounds. Sweet. Yeah. So tell
2: me a little bit about the, uh, the packaging. Cause I, I think I, I kept the packaging actually down there. I think it's even hemp, right? The Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Right yeah.
0: that was a fun. That was a fun part of the process. You know, when we uh, there was many cheap routes we we could have gone of just give us mass produced plastic, you know, packaging to do it. And I think we said, okay, how could we we package this way that not only looks you know looks the way we want it, looks cool, where people are going to say, hey, what is this? First of all, but how can we do it in a, um, you know. Less footprint in a in a way, so each piece yeah. of that we kind of package together, but yeah, absolutely hemp is a packaging. I don't know if Ryan you want to speak to some of the the glass and lids,
1: and- yeah, um again, you know, going back to us making these prototypes in our kitchen, uh the first ones were actually in plastic, and I think we had like ten or twenty of them um and we just both were kind of you know at that moment where we were like, we can't do this, like we yeah. can't you know, our story is just that, is that we, we love the outdoors. I love the ocean, the mountains, everything in between. Um, and, and we just couldn't do it. You know, we just couldn't bring ourselves as cheap as it was to go with some of the plastic routes, manufacturers. They absolutely, you know, when you go in there still want to push that on you, just cause it's easy to source for them. Um, so you know, I think it was Clayton. He was just kind of like, "Let's let's not do it then. Let's find something else. Let's find a solution." And I was like, "Okay." And so we spent hours just researching and trying to find, you know, the the best thing to keep it sustainable um, and kind of, you know, just reflect the ingredients that we have is is natural and plant based. Um, so we got the recycled glass jars. Um, um, we work with Ocean Works and Sauna. Um, for our lids, um, those are upcycled plastic, um, and mm-hmm. then the the hemp boxes um, and Tree Huggers is our glass container. I got to give a shout oh. out to Tree Huggers as well. Tree Huggers,
2: <laughs> yeah. And how hard was it to source the hemp uh, box? That seems like that's a really hard thing to to get.
1: I felt like the, that was the easiest. The, yeah. was it
0: easiest yeah, there's a yep. there's a couple of companies in the industry huh. that are doing hemp hemp paper and whatnot you you know depending on how much is recycled uh, material versus hemp material and whatnot but uh yeah there's a a company we were able to find that was able to spin those up and we wanted Sweet. to keep those natural you can actually do colored but we want we love the natural hemp kind of yeah. recycled look that you we went with
2: yeah I always had a dream that I could make a board bag. That after it was at the end of its life cycle, you could put it in the garden and it it would just be like compost. Right. That that was one (laughs) of my dreams. Uh, Hard to do, though. Um, Super cool, man. I just love it. And why hemp? Why are you guys like what is it about hemp that you guys are stoked on?
1: Everything, I, I you know, it's it's everything from the. I was gonna wait for Clayton to answer that oh. one, uh, I was like, "Go ahead, Clayton." Uh, everything, you know, I like I said at the beginning, I think it's that bigger picture, you know, as um, and, and what you said as well as our ethos matches as far as you know using that hemp to, you know, it's everything from the fiber. Um, to the cannabinoids that match your endocannabinoid system, uh, there's not a lot of plants that do that that, that can uh, you know have a fiber and also match something that you have naturally inside your body. Um, and so uh, we, we just kind of started getting excited I think about that aspect about that bigger picture of of hemp and everything it can do um, you know from the the health to the environment. Um, so mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's what. Got me excited um, about it. I, I won't put words in your mouth, Clayton, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, that's what got me excited is is just that there's there is that bigger picture that people are working towards. Um, mm. And we also found in the hemp industry that people, you know, despite everything, um, you know, not as maybe not as cutthroat, that people do have that in mind. Like, hey, yes, we we might have be competitors, but we do see this bigger picture. Um, of helping the environment and the you know the world we live in. Cool.
0: Yeah, I would agree agree with all that. You know, we when I look when we first started learning more about hemp, you know, the the benefits that the, all the things that it could replace. It's it's almost too dangerous. You look at everything from from plastic to you know to how we're fueling our our vehicles. I mean, you can go down a path where it could almost ultimately at the end be a solution to to a lot of areas that we're we're doing to our our planet today. Um, So then you match that with, you know, trying to find opportunities. So you have this amazing plant that can do all these things, but you have all these opportunities, you can use it. I think we almost were kind of the the young, eager ones going, like, we're going to start a business, like, in every sector. We're going to have a fiber (laughs) company. We're going to have a topical. You know, we're going to make, you know, we're going to make (laughs) surfboards. So we, we learned quickly, like, nice. hey, you, you know, you really got to zone in on it. We we were just so passionate what this, what the plant could do. And again, that's, we kind of said our story, how we came with the topical and in line with the ingredient and the processor. Yeah. So we, we love our product, but there, there's actually stuff we we still talk about. where in the uh, people in the hemp industry, what they're doing in the fiber world. I mean, if we, you know, if we had all investment in the world, I mean, that would be another area we'd we'd love to concentrate because of where it's going to be in 10 years from now. But, uh, yeah, it's, there's a lot of cool things that you can do with hemp. And I think that was just the opportunity around it where we just kept following it.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
2: definitely. Um, I mean, hemp is definitely, you know, it's in, it's in the spotlight now, which is awesome because when I started wave tribe in 2007, like, yeah. he- like hemp was, you know, not cool. There was, you know, there were just like some t-shirt, like big old baggy, like burlap and hemp t-shirts, you know, and yeah. only a bunch <laughs> of hippies wore them. And so it's, it's, it's so nice to see hemp, you know, finally getting the, the respect that it deserves. And obviously it's making all of our lives better, um, from the creams to the edibles to the whatever, you know, you're, you're using it with. So I think it's amazing. I, I put hemp in my cereal. I put it on my skin. I put it in my body. I mean, I seriously, I probably ingest multiple forms of hemp a day. Um, so I think it, it's an amazing plant. And but from a from a business standpoint, there are hurdles because, and you guys are probably, um, you know, I I don't know if you thought about this before, and you're you're probably hitting some of the hurdles now, but. A lot of the advertising vehicles like Amazon, um, Facebook, Google, they have a lot of restrictions around, you know, advertising hemp based um, products, especially if there's CBD involved. If there's any CBD, um, they like on Facebook, you can't even run ads. Right. And so how are you guys kind of dealing with, especially as a new company? I mean, I know what it's like to be new, trying to get your word out and not not really be able to put a lot of money towards advertising, which, Mm -hmm. you know, is is a great lever to pull in the beginning. Well, it's even a great level lever anytime in a business life cycle. But how are you guys kind of thinking about that and dealing with that?
1: Yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's a really good point and a, a great question. Um, so, you know, we we launched uh, right right as the pandemic kind of took off as well. Um, and finding these things out along the way, uh, trying to find loopholes through advertising on social media, um, you know, getting out to retail stores was tough. Uh, we, we really just kind of you know, for the first year, uh, just really leaned on our, um, our network, um, finding people that, you know, we knew had a shop or was doing something and the, you know, that they could benefit from what our products. Um, so we, we kind of did that. Um, and as time goes, uh, we, you know, we're still doing that, um, in a lot of ways, uh, reaching out to people, connect, connecting with people that, you'll see the benefits of it, um, can use it within their businesses. Um, it benefits them as well as us. But, uh, as far as the social media, we, we stay consistent, um, with, uh, Instagram, uh, you know, some Facebook, uh, some Twitter, um, but no advertising. We, we just don't advertise on there. We've just, you yeah. know, gone old yeah. school. <laughs> Getting our, get our, get get our blood blood my blood there and trying to meet up with that question. And we work with a, a surf camp um, out in L.A. Uh, we work with some tattoo artists, uh, just people that we really see could benefit yeah. from it. But there's it, that's been one of the biggest hurdles, uh, retail closing down and no advertising on social media uh yeah. it's just been Tough. one of those things yeah, yeah um, but we, we don't have a lot of overhead you know we're, we're still a small company we don't have a lot of overhead so we really lean on our network um meeting people just networking um you got, get to meet you get to meet some uh really fun and interesting people and, and rely on those connections yeah because yeah we we dealt with all the different
0: the, the social threads of getting kicked off trying it seeing the big dogs out there just easily marketing all their CBD products so yeah you know you, you're like you, you get really frustrated on trying to figure out how do the small guys play in the game yeah um, so we did a lot of lessons learned there from just from the the, the IT side of how you finagle the different marketing stuff but I, I'd say we dabbled in almost every Avenue um, when you talk about um, uh, small sales team where you kind of build out uh, kind of your social connections with different sales folks. We we reached out, did free shows. I mean, every little kind of thing of the, the sales books we tried. And to Ryan's yeah. point, it really came back to local networking. You know, our connections that people knew who we are, where we came from, and our product that we we're able to sit with them and explain the benefits. Uh, we just saw the best network in our, our small local local market. And we're, we're starting to see it expand from there. But we've kind of, we, we started off for the world, but it, right. we see the best benefit coming to, to the local and then expanding that way, which uh, it's kind of interesting
2: on the, on the journey. Yeah. 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 And have you guys looked at Amazon at all as a, as a distribution point or.
1: I, I think we dabbled a little bit, but I don't, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think we were, it was just kind of a no on, on yeah. Amazon. Um, you, I, I feel like we we like that that getting to know and being able to really explain it, yeah. um, we're, Whereas we're, we don't want to be just another product. Sure, uh, sure. We, we really like yeah. the fact that it's you know the patented ingredients and and really being able to explain it. I guess so. Yeah. What, what do you think, Clay? Did we get? Yeah, we and,
0: of- you know, with any any startup, you you kind of balance the how much investment you're going to go get, like how much you're going to yeah. give up your company to go get the cash to be able to support the inventory. To yeah. sign up with someone like Amazon, where you know they could put you out of business really quick, depending on not being able to, to keep up with the demand. So we went through the, the ups and downs of like, hey, do we do we want to go and get more partners? And it really always came back to like, we we want to own most of our company, and let's try to bootstrap as much as we can. Um, you know, COVID hit and didn't help that situation mm-hmm. as many small businesses, but that was kind of our our mindset of like, let's try to keep as much uh, company we can. Um, yeah. and, but we, we always revisit that. Okay. Maybe let's, uh, let's try a different strategy. Right. Yeah.
2: I, I'm happy to talk to you guys kind of about that offline, um, and see if I can help at all, because I think, you know, you can have a, a dual strategy where, you know, maybe you're, you're introducing the product locally or personally, but then, you know, people put it kind of into their Amazon subscription feed because they're buying everything else in the house there. Right. So it, it can be kind of a two pronged approach where, yeah, you get them in the door, maybe through the website or through social, but then it becomes their distribution point right on Amazon. And there are ways to do it without giving any uh, business away, any equity or anything. So, okay. um, I, you know, I've been in this game a long time, happy to kind of get on get off get on a zoom call and share a beer and and you know give you my my input on that if it helps yeah absolutely yeah that would
1: be great we would love it's,
2: to yeah it's a you know it's kind of it's i would call it the necessary evil in a way because it's just everyone's going there dude i mean so if you're yeah. not where everyone's going sometimes they'll even though they don't want to pick a competitor, they will because of convenience, because they're already getting, you know, all their shaving cream and their whatever else is coming, you know, from there. Um, so it, it's worth it's worth contemplating. I think you can do both is what I'm saying. Okay. I think you okay. can do both strategies. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's the world's changing so quick, and especially since COVID, as you guys know. Right. Where I mean, when I started Wave Tribe, it was really you know, we had sales reps and we were selling the surf shops and, you know, doing the tours around. And I mean, it's a hard business, you know, and the margins aren't great because you're, you're, you're giving, you know, wholesale pricing. Um, So, you know, in a world where you're direct to customer, it's in one way, it's better for the, for the brand. Um, And, but it's, it's kind of a different approach, right? And, to do it without advertising is super hard. <laughs> like mm. super hard. Yeah. So um that's where I think Amazon can maybe plug this kind of third hole where you do need wider distribution because even with CBD um in it, you just have to change the packaging a little bit. Uh that's yeah. the way you get around it. Yeah. And I mean you guys have seen that, right? All your main competitors are all probably selling. Um, you know, their CBD inside and they know it too. It's just, as long as you play by their rules, then they'll sell it. Right. Which is crazy. when you think about
1: it? (laughs) It really is. No, I would love to, I would would love to talk about it more. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we really have been just direct to, to consumer, um, a lot online and, and really retail just hasn't, it really hasn't done it. You know, it it's, it's, it's like yeah. you said, you're, you're with, we want the idea of having uh, sustainable packaging, um, you know, natural ingredients, uh, really giving a quality product. Um, but it's that margin, it's finding that margin in there to be able to sell that in a retail shop or in a tattoo shop or wherever it may be. Um, the, those margins are tough to come by as you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I I think the consumer is getting smarter, you know, the last couple of years where they realize, you know, if you're going to have a hemp board bag or you're going to have, you know, your product, it costs more to make. You're making decisions like you're making, you know, intentional decisions to have better packaging, to have what i call eco-minded kind of design you know around the box and and the top and you know all of those elements cost more you know they just cost more and so um you have to pass those on and and i think the the consumer is getting more comfortable spending you know that extra 20 to 40 percent sometimes because it does make a difference like it's it's when I started, I was like, Oh, I'm going to educate the world. And, you know, (laughs) ecology and surfing, that's like the perfect marriage. (laughs) What do you mean? You know, like surfers are going to get it. And they didn't, right. They didn't get it. They were like, Oh, what are the pros using and what's the cheapest. Right. I mean, that's kind of, that was the mentality back then. And so I'm, I'm very hopeful or, and I'm also seeing the change that's happening and, you know, guys like you or that are making products like this is another example that, that things are changing. And so my hat goes off to you for, you know, for being part of that change and um, yeah, I'll do whatever I can to help promote, promote the product and get it out there. So yeah.
1: Thank you so Great. much. Yeah. yeah we, yeah. Thank we, you. I, we do mm-hmm. see the change as well. I, you know, I think more and more people are seeing the the benefit of it and it, it makes even if it's for the wrong reason and it just makes them feel really good about themselves, it helps. Yeah. So we've definitely seen that as well.
2: Yeah. Is, uh, what, what are the hemp laws in, in Arizona? Are they conservative or more liberal?
1: They're more liberal actually. Um, we've, yeah, they've, they've kind of taken a corner on that. Um, we haven't seen, I think, when we were first starting out, we, we saw some, some issues in Texas and a couple other states. I think yeah. Idaho is still pretty uh, conservative. Um, Arizona kind of opened up to it uh, right away uh, as far as awesome. you know, people even trying to grow uh, hemp here for uh, cannabinoids or CBD. Um, yeah. We saw that right away. And our, our processor is actually based here in Arizona.
2: That's amazing. Um,
1: so yeah, which is really cool for us. Um, and they, they, you know, we we get a lot of, you know, the, they're always up on the changing laws. And um, so in, in us working with them, we're we're able to kind of get find out what's going on that on that side of it as well. Those changing yeah. laws.
2: Have you guys thought about you know kind of farm to table idea? You get a little plot of land, grow some ham. Always, you know, every day. <laughs> yeah, you do. You think yeah. about it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every,
1: every day, I think about a farm to table. Even if yeah. it's not hemp, I think about just having a, <laughs> having a farm and somewhere close to the ocean. Uh, no, we we've definitely talked about um, hemp. You know, we we flew up to uh, when we first started. We flew up to Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, which we, we didn't think it would grow there very well, but it it grows great there. And it's it's kind of that elevation um, we have in maybe middle Arizona in between Flagstaff and Phoenix, uh, just kind of a little bit higher desert. Um, so yeah, Clayton and I talked about that quite yeah. a bit. Like, oh, well, well, you know, the land's pretty cheap there, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. He keeps keep sending me uh, plots of land in Nicaragua that we should pick up.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: I, yeah. I vote for that idea. True. personally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, there's, uh, being in Nicaragua for, uh, the time I was there, um, you know, it's a small country, so I met a lot of people. Um, and you know, when I first came back and told them I was getting into hemp, uh, I was just emailing like, what are the laws, you know, what are like, who can give me a conversation with the people that I need to talk to about growing hemp in Nicaragua, Um, unfortunately in Nicaragua, I think they're, uh, from what I understand and all of the things that I read that they're, the government will control it, uh, pretty Mm -hmm. fiercely if they think they can get money from it. Um, so, I mean, if you can make the money on it, you can always give that, you know, it's like, it's a tax that, you know, call it what you want, a propina tax, whatever, (laughs) whatever it might be. Um. But yeah, Nicaragua would be great.
0: Yeah, we we, we talked to uh, you know a lot of peers in the industry too that do that kind of farm to table. And you know, I think once the, we we kind of dabbled in that, where we you know joke, jokes aside, is that it, it's kind of staying the lanes. Like, hey, we found a really cool yeah. product. We made some really good partnerships in the industry in the supply chain. Like, how can we help the you know those other you know industries be better or our partners be better? But really, just hone in on our product versus. You started getting too spread too thin um i mean we were already starting five businesses around everything else. so it, i think yeah. we came to that going hey let's just concentrate on on our product and and really trust that we have partnered up with the uh you know sustainable packaging and the right partners overall to to help bring that to the table
2: yeah that's a great point yeah. man i've i've made that mistake many times in my journey yeah. too many ideas too many too many you know passions and yeah so what's the next product you've got these two these are the two or this is the flagship one the uh, what do you guys call this one?
1: The That's our, one' our hemp skin balm
2: skin balm and the other yeah. one is
1: uh, relief cream
2: relief okay so yeah. those are the two products that everyone needs to go out and buy today because they're amazing really and um, what's next what's on the what's on the, uh, the product uh, timeline?
1: That's a good question. We're we're gonna stick with the topicals for now. You know, we're we're always testing and doing prototypes of things that we think we uh, might go to. But again, you know, like Clayton said, is we're gonna stay in our lane with the topicals for a little bit. Just yeah. Kind of really, we're gonna do uh Do one thing really good, and that's what we nice. want to do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And have you guys considered any like? Uh, are you looking at any like co-branding opportunities or, or private label stuff? Or are you just going to stay like this, this company and your formula and go for it?
1: No, we have done, um, we haven't done any co-branding, um, but we've definitely used our formula. Um, we, we haven't done any big deals with it, but we've used our formula to send to some people who are looking for, that specific uh you know the yeah. hemp and the you know natural products so yeah. we we have been doing that a little bit um but you know nothing nothing's said and done yet but we do do that
2: very cool absolutely all right yeah. so i don't clint i don't think you surf do you clayton you know not, you snoo- not you snowboard not I, I snowboard and mountain
0: bike so yeah you i know, saw I'm on your your coat okay. surfing yeah not yet
2: yeah uh, I, have, I have a couple of questions I like to ask my guests. So I'm going to ask Ryan, but I do want to ask one to you of the, of the series. So, uh, Ryan, very first surfboard. What was it? Explain it.
1: Uh, man, it was like a six, two or six, four burn. Nice. And I couldn't, I couldn't get a wave on it for the life of me, <laughs> <laughs> but I traded my mountain bike for it. And, oh. uh, I wish I still had it actually. I, I, you know, I had to trade up for something else, but that was my first board. Nice. Yeah. Best
2: wave, best wave ever.
1: Uh, best wave, uh, was in Nicaragua, Playa Hermosa. Um, it's just my, it's just my happy place there. Nice. Yeah. Best wave. And best trip, Surf um, trip? best trip. Uh, you know, my, my family and I did, we took two months when we were living in Nicaragua um, and we traveled, took our truck, got a visa and went through Costa Rica and Panama and then drove back up to Nicaragua. And it was about two months um, and that was the best trip. Uh, nice. Just cause it was family and yeah, it was just fun. Had the dog, we had everything.
2: <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. If you could go back and give your younger self advice, what would you, what would you tell yourself?
1: That's a good question. Um, I guess I, 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 man, I would have to process that one. Okay, I'm not well, let's sure ask Clayton know. what he, what his yeah, answer what would, you would be would you do to you do that Clayton. One? That's a good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, two things come to mind. One, one would be like stick with the the passion. Stick with your passion. You know, I've uh, I've gone through some ups and downs in my career, chasing mm-hmm. what I thought I probably wanted, which you know, in hindsight, did. Not even close to what really matters. So stick mm. with the passion, and I think the second one would be maybe invest in uh, Tesla,
2: mm. or crypto, or crypto, yeah.
0: crypto, yeah. I'll take yeah. crypto or Amazon, yeah. one of those three.
2: Yeah. So what's the craziest thing you guys have seen lately? Just like craziest thing that comes to mind.
1: Clayton, you craziest thing I've seen. Uh, I don't.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, give me a second. All right,
2: we still got your advice, Ryan. We need we need your yeah. advice to your younger self.
1: Advice to my younger self. Um, all right, well, moved I think to Nicaragua on earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Don't come back. I would have gone to Nicaragua. I wanna come come back. back. I wanna (laughs) come back to Phoenix. I would have said no on that. Uh, And that was that was only three years ago. My younger self three years ago. I would have Yeah, there it's still it's still your
2: younger self. That's worse. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, yeah, I guess that would have been it. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, you have to answer I think I would have gone to Nicaragua earlier. Yeah. I always had yeah. it in my mind. I think that my younger self would have told mm. myself to go to Nicaragua earlier. Um and just, you know, really stay, I guess. Don't yeah. stay away Good from idea. Phoenix. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so where can where can everyone find you guys online if they're driving and they want to rush home and find you on Instagram or website? We'll have all the links in the show notes, but just, just kind of okay. give a shout out to where people can find you the company and
0: yeah Nurtrium, buy the product nerd, uh, nurtriumcom uh nutrrium.com n u r spell
2: it for people yeah,
0: yeah n u r t r i u m and then Nurtrium, at Nurtrium on uh, is our is our uh, instagram and those are kind of Sweet. the two major threads you can find us nice
2: yep. and how did you get the name
0: Man, we were we were going back and forth on you know hey what are we going to call this and you know it's really a combination of a couple you know you know how do we really nurture the plant you know the hemp you know mm. how do we really nurture our business our our partnership and the plant so nurture was kind of the, the the first part and then coming from software i was like hey there's a lot of these words that have the eum, but then we were looking at like atrium you know what are some things like a atrium word so we combined kind of the nurture and atrium to what about nurturing and then he wrote ryan wrote back love it let's go i mean it yeah. was pretty quick and easy and then we just we just went with it yeah
2: it's a great word because I would say it kind of symbolizes the feeling of putting, you know, when I put it on, it feels, I, I, what I felt like new, there's a lot of nutrients. Like I just felt like, I told you it was like a salad was eating my face, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it feels like there's so much goodness in, in. Yeah. The, so the word I was like, is that even a word? So I'm stoked that, that I asked. So I'm
1: pretty sure we have a new marketing slogan. There's just a the salad. <laughs> your face. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> nice we uh, got that <laughs> all right bro it's really good to talk to you oh cool. yeah and, thank uh, you so much appreciate it yeah yeah it was great talking with you
2: let's keep wow. the hemp hemp uh stoke going and the vibes and uh yeah i look forward to keeping in touch with you guys and doing whatever i can to help out and yeah so uh yeah just stoked to connect
1: absolutely we'll have to get a surf and a beer
2: absolutely for sure
1: yeah all right, All, right. All right. Yeah, thanks man. Appreciate tune. it. Take
2: care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Saltwater High. Please take a moment and go leave us a review on your favorite podcast network. We'd really appreciate it and it would help spread the stoke. Also, one last reminder. Go to wavetribe.com for surf gear, surf travel articles, and lots of other stoke. See you guys. See you in the water. Peace out.